Hello there, my brother, and welcome to the Inspired by Impact 24 Before 2024 Challenge for Men. Now, the challenge is really simple. Hear the inspiration, determine your integration, and commit to taking your one small, specific, and simple step in the next 24 hours to ignite the impact you wish to see in your work. Now, let's get to today's challenge. Hello there again, my brother, and here we go. Day number seven, wrapping up the first week here. This one, oh man, this has potential to get spicy. But uh, here's what we're calling this one. It's not me, it's you. And this one is featuring my dear brother, Jeff Sikarski, who is an executive and leadership coach and also a men's retreat leader. And man, as I mentioned in the previous day, day six, Jeff and I fucking kicked it off hard so this is a guy that you're definitely going to want to check out but speaking of checking him out he's providing of course today's source of inspiration so let's let him hop on the mic and see what he has to say if you're not taking care of yourself then that in that fuels the other and then all of a sudden you're in this just like i don't know if you've seen that that reel on instagram where it's like my trauma response hits your trauma response it's your trauma response it's your trauma response and um and so i just i i think that it's it's important to for men to be aware of that and be willing to look at themselves when they are in their relationship, because it is the biggest mirror of the parts of ourselves that we run and that we hide from. Um, and so if we are willing to stay in it and be committed and we have a partner that's committed with us, then I think that um, our mental health will be better on the other side all right, so here is the gem specifically that we're using for the notable quotable quote. I think that it's important for men to be willing to look at themselves when they are in their relationship because it is the biggest mirror of the parts of ourselves that we run and that we hide from, end quote. And if you want to hear more about this, that little clip is from episode 104 of Inspired by Impact. Of course, you'll be able to get all the episodes inside the show notes, but this one, oh man, <laughs> apparently... I've made a lot of mistakes in the past because this is one of the lessons it took me fucking years to even become aware of. And that's the fact that the things that piss me off about people are really the things that piss me off about myself. It's amazing how many times I catch myself projecting onto others daily the negative emotions that I feel. Sure, I do it in my head 99% of the time, but that still doesn't stop me from projecting and therefore staying stuck in the smallness of a man playing the victim. Okay, so this is going to get spicy because, side note here, before we get into the, you know what, no, let me go into the integration and then I'm going to do a side note for that one. So here is our question for today. What is one thing you struggle with in your relationship that you blame on your partner and what part of you are you running away from without even realizing it? Let me repeat that. What is one thing you struggle with in your relationship that you blame on your partner? And what part of you are you running away from without even realizing it? You know, side note, we're going to do a side note square here. So side note, partner can be your romantic partner as well. But sure, I do this with JL all the time, but I do it with my brothers as well. Like, I project onto them fucking big time, and I'm just starting to realize now, like, Carl, Jesus Christ, like, stop fucking projecting. And 
I think maybe I'm not doing it through my words and my actions, but now upon just immediate reflection, I realize that I am. And I actually mentioned this yesterday in a video that I posted for day six in terms of like being able to give that soul spot. Like I can't just assume that my brothers want to be helped the way that I want to be helped. I need to get fucking clear on that shit, which means I also need to get clear on the ways that they struggle. And rather than being like, oh man, like, why aren't you following through on this? Why aren't you stepping up here? It's like, Carl, just fuck off for a second and take a look in the mirror. Like, worry about your shit and then go ahead and worry about other people's shit. And the good part about, the good and bad part about that is I am never going to run out of my own shit to worry about, ever. So really, there should never come a point where I am totally focused on my other brother's shit unless I'm looking to give him a spot. So... Speaking of spot, man, that transition pretty good. We're doing IBI principle number 31 here. It never gets easier. Inside the gym, it never gets easier. Sure, the weight might feel lighter because you get stronger, but that means you just start lifting heavier shit. Now, in everyday life, it's the same deal. The question is, will you recognize that easy is not what you really want because easy is a sign that you've stopped growing? Yeah, this one's going to get spicy in this next part because I'm going to demo. And this one I'm calling the question of all questions. Now, one of the things I am easily most ashamed of when it comes to my relationships, and again, both romantic and with my brothers, is that I would struggle to understand why people do or don't do certain things. For example, like, how can you not follow through on this? Or why are you so upset about this? Or do you want to actually fix this problem? Or do you just like complaining? Like, this is the shit that would sometimes come out of my mouth. (laughs) And when that happens, either way, okay, so backing up to yesterday's episode as well, side note here. Remember when Dr. Ann talked or I mentioned that Dr. Ann talked about nonverbal cues and how you communicate? Like two days ago, I caught myself rolling my eyes when Jenny Lee asked me something and I immediately, even before I was done my eye roll, I apologized. And then I emphatically apologized because she saw it, she felt it, and I was like, you don't fucking deserve that. Like that was a dick move and I apologize. Sure, I was hangry and I was grumpy as shit, but... That's still no excuse. So for me, when I was finally able to pull my head out of my ass a few years back, and trust me, it still finds its way back up there from time to time, I began asking myself the question of all questions, which is, Carl, how do you do the exact same thing? That's when I replaced projection with reflection and resentment with compassion. Now I'm going to go into detail on this one. So Jenny Lee, one of her dominant emotions is sadness. So that means tears, crying. And I remember, fuck, in my, in, with my ex-wife, it, I was such an insincere piece of shit after a while because she cried a lot about things that just, in my dickish opinion, Like, why are you crying about this? And for years, I was just like so insincere in my consoling her. And I was just in my head. I'm just annoyed as fuck. And trust me, she can obviously feel that. Even if she didn't say anything, she can feel it. So if you're in a situation right now where you have, for example, difficult conversations with your partner and they are reacting a certain way. 
Okay, this is I'm I'm going to I'm going to trigger you here. I really hope I'm going to trigger you here. Because I know every man who's in a romantic relationship with a woman, there's a really good chance that she has what you would label overreacted in some way. When really, I think the the term overreaction is fucking ridiculous. Because when you think about it, that person is reacting in a very rational way given their set of life circumstances. Let me repeat that. That person is reacting in a very specific way or a very rational way given their life circumstances. You don't know what the fuck this person has been through even if they've told you a shit ton about themselves. They're probably not even aware of everything that is now influencing their behavior. So how could you? So in other words, is it really unreasonable for somebody to cry about something that you don't think they should cry about? And more importantly, remember this whole replacing projection with reflection. So when I've been in situations like that, I just, I just sometimes would ditch the conversation. I'd be like, you know what? This is a tough conversation. She's crying. Just fuck this. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Or I don't even bring it up in the future because I know there's going to be tears. Here's the realization I had to come to in that situation. Carl, you're being a fucking pussy. Like you are being a fucking pussy. Here is the world and the universe and your relationship calling you to step up as a man. And you already know in advance that this is going to be a conversation that triggers certain emotions in your partner. And you don't have the wherewithal within yourself to develop the skills you need to to manage that conversation. Do you really think that you are the best partner for your partner if you can't prepare in advance for the emotions you know are going to happen and be able to be the partner for your partner in that moment? You're a fucking piece of shit, Carl. You better step the shit up or you're just going to fucking lose another amazing person in your life. Oh, man, I didn't know it was going to get this spicy. Anyways, so let's finish this one off, shall we? The question again. <laughs> What is one thing you struggle with in your relationship that you blame on your partner? And what part of you are you running away from without even realizing it? Because remember, just like in the gym, you're going to have to add some weight to the bar if you want to get stronger. And those difficult conversations, those challenging situations, whether with your romantic partner or your brothers, those, those are the universe putting more weight on your bar because you're ready for that fucking lift. The question is, are you going to step under the bar or up to the bar and crush that shit all right my brother this was a spicy one and speaking of spicy stay tuned for episode number 114 of inspired by impact where i'll be going over the biggest and best takeaways and lessons from days one through seven of the 24-day challenge as well as day eight we are going to be switching gears and we're going to be going into the next area of the prep work, emotional health and fitness. Although you could have been completely doing some supersets here, but we're specifically going to be going over the episodes inside of the November Men's Mental Health Awareness Month series that focused on emotional health and fitness with one of my dearest, two of my dearest brothers, Mark Paisant and Jay Stamatelos, as well as the very controversial and very impactful Josie Warren. So stay tuned for those episodes, my brother. And until then, we got this.